Hello, football family, and welcome back to week three of RK's Football Podcast, where we'll be discussing the hottest topics from another exciting week of NFL football. The Falcons blow another big lead. Is Tom really hitting the cliff, and is it time to give Cam a new contract? And of course, our week three predictions. We have a lot to discuss. Let's get right into it. All right, all right, all right. We back for week three, my man. Two weeks in the book. How you feeling? Feeling blessed. I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling good. How you feeling over there, my man? How, how's man, the week been going for you? My week has been fantastic. I'm feeling blessed and highly favored. I'm ready to get into uh, the hottest topics of the week. Uh, uh, let's get into it, my man. Let's get into it. So let's hop right into it, man. The biggest subject in all of football so far has been the injuries. It's been a laundry list of injuries so far. Saquon Barkley, um, Christian McCaffrey, Greg Kittle. Some of the most impactful players in the NFL are are being consumed by the injury bug. Now, what do you think is causing this injury bug, and how can this injury bug hinder some of these teams moving forward? Well, for one, of course, yes, the the, the big obvious is COVID and a shortened offseason. Um, not a lot of people have been able to practice the way that they usually practice with the pads and a full full offseason of training. So, And that's one reason, one big reason why a lot of injuries have happened and a lot of injuries will continue to happen because a lot of people has not trained. And for their impact, I think it's going to impact a lot of teams because, of course, if you look at the New York Giants, for instance, they losing their best player. If you look at the San Francisco 49ers, for instance, they losing two of their best defensive linemen and Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa. So that's a big impact for teams like those two. Oh, and, of course, the Carolina Panthers. You losing your main key player as well, Christian McCaffrey, CMC. You know, so it's just the major, the major injuries will continue to fall because again, the off season has has, has been changing this this year. So it, it it was a weird off season, and I that's just my predicament. I think it's going to be more injuries as well, and you know, because if you look at it, you got star receivers like. Devontae Adams, he had a hamstring. Julio Jones, he got a hamstring. He was nursing it. My man, you got a bug over there, brother. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You said you got a little bug in your ear over there, man. You got a little static over there. Okay, am I good now? Yeah, you're great, my man. We can continue on. Keep going. But what okay. your, what's your thoughts, man? Normally when you see players – injured a lot the first thing comes to mind is their training regimen is off meaning you know they don't take their training as serious as they should but with COVID and there being a lack of training camp a lack of working out time a lack of um, opportunities to get out on the field and work out the kinks I think we're going to see plenty of injuries moving forward I think that yeah, the injuries will the, these injuries will play a big part not only in fantasy football owners because I know there's a lot of frustrated fantasy football owners out there, but for these teams, the 49ers, their starting quarterback, 
you know. And like you mentioned, Devonta Adams is a big piece of Green Bay. And Saquon Barkley, man, I just think that it's going to take four to five weeks for these players to maybe get in game shape. And I, I can foresee some injuries continuing in the continuing in the weeks coming up. So Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. That's 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 for sure. That's for damn sure. These cats are dropping like flies out there and I don't know I don't know how much practice time they have. Cause normally you see four or five guys coming coming to training camp a little you know uh five or ten pounds heavy or a little out of shape. But they have right. two or three months to work that off. Now with COVID, there's no preseason games. It's very little practice action and very little contact um, with the coaching staff and the players. So it's going to take these guys some time to get caught up to football speed. The, yeah. the key is who can stay healthy through this time. Normally yeah, at the who, end of who, the who, season. Who right. can stay healthy in November and December, you know, in the, in, the, in the key time, which is, you know, playoff run right then and there. Right, because normally at this – normally – we're normally saying who's healthy in November, December. But right. This year is like any other year. It's going to be who's healthy all year. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, all that's, a, that's so, for sure. So I just think, I just think you know, uh, these, co- these coaching staff, these players need to do their due diligence to keep their players safe and uh, keep their players healthy. Because, maybe, maybe they need to short out the practice week too, you know. Maybe they don't need to right. practice – Maybe they don't need to practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Maybe they just practice Thursday and Friday, do some walkthroughs, you know, or something, anything that can keep the competitive edge, you know, because the 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 injuries are just going to keep piling up if you just put too much pressure on those on those legs. So that that, that is very that is very true. So yeah, these these cats are these cats are dropping like flies. And I have I have yet to seen a season like this where the key players, main players, um, keep popping up on the injury res, injury list That's week in week thing. out. It's a bad thing, man. That is true. So with that being said, we'll be right back. So let's hop right into our week two recap. There were some controversial plays in a couple of games, but we must start with this Cowboys and Falcons game with under a minute. The Cowboys were able to recover a successful onside kick and Dak Prescott was able to lead them down for a game winning field goal. My man, I got to know your perspective on this onside kick. Tell me if the Cowboys won this game or did the Falcons give this game up? The Falcons did another 28 to three. They did this same bull crap since they was in the Super Bowl against my my lovely Pats. You know, they just pulled another twenty eight to three. But hey, man, you didn't even talk about your forty million dollar quarterback, man. Hey, you 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 used to get rid of stats on what Dak Prescott. Oh, don't did. worry, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> man, my man, my man had four hundred fifty yards in a TD, brother. You didn't say that. You didn't talk about hey. that. The floor is yours, my man. <laughs> hey, I'm just giving you slack, man. You know I'll try to give you slack about Dak Prescott, man. You know, this week he looked like a $40 million quarterback. I ain't going to lie to you. He had 450 yards in the tug. He had three rushing TDs at that. So he was doing his thing. So, you know, I give Dak his props. You know, he he he, he led your boys to a good victory, even though Atlanta – 
gave it away, even though they should have won the game. But like we said last week, we predicted a shootout, and that's what they gave us, a damn shootout, because nobody was playing no gosh dang defense at all, my brother, because that was a shootout. That was an old-fashioned Texas shootout right then and there in, in Arlington, Texas. Hey, this was Big 12 football. Hey, was that's nobody that's nobody was playing no defense. This was Big 12 football. I'm going to give my man Dak his props. 450 on the yards with just one tug. Now, one tug don't sound like a lot, but he had three rushing touchdowns. This Fact. is a very interesting stack. Very, very interesting fact. Zeke only went for 89 yards on 22 carries. Normally when he doesn't reach the 100-yard mark, they take a L. That tells me that this team has transitioned into a Dak Prescott team. But where this team is going to have its biggest issues is this defense. These defenses are not meant to be on the field long, and we saw what the Falcons were able to do to this defense. They did keep Julio in check, but Calvin really ran wild on them. Man. It's going to be interesting to see if this Dallas offense can get the running game going to to control the clock and keep that defense off the field. They can't do I that, don't know. They can't, they can't do that because the offensive line is hurt. So I don't think they can. But that's going to be the key because you're not going to be able to win every game in a shootout like that. Some teams are going to have a good defense that's not going to allow you to come back and dig your way out of a 20-point hole. So I need that defense to play better. And one thing that I have noticed is where's Gallup and where's C.D. Lamb? Now, this people have been telling me they was going to have three 1,000-yard receivers. Where's C.D. Lamb and Gallup? Have you seen them? Because I'm looking for them. Hey, C.D. Lamb had 100, though. He had 106. What you talking about, man? What about Gallup? We had Gallup at 58. But Gallup, he balled out the first game. We won. We too. The tight end had a decent game. I'll, I'll go on a limb and say the others were drawing attention. They forgot about him with Jarwin being hurt, and he was able to have a productive game. But overall, I'm going to be an honest Cowboy fan. This The Falcons gave that game up, they did. but I'm taking it. They did. I'm taking it, and I do it. You ready for it? How about them Cowboys? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> So let's move on. In Seattle. All right. So the best game of the week, in my opinion, happened right down in good old Seattle, Washington, where the Patriots had a chance to win in the closing seconds, but Cam Newton was stopped on a one-yard line. My man, tell me, what do you rate Cam? How did Cam do this week? Uh, I give Cam a seven and a half. He, he, he did what he's supposed to do again. Let's give Cam a letter grade. Oh, you want to give him a letter grade? Okay, yeah. That's, that's a B plus. That's a B plus in my book. A B that's plus. a B plus. Yeah, B plus. He 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 did what he's supposed to do. Um he kept he kept his, his team in the game. Uh the defense didn't the defense didn't couldn't stop a soul. I mean, but granted, it is Russell Wilson, and of course, that's our guy. He's in the MVP league. Of course, look at us. We are already two weeks in. We got one prediction together. Well, I got one prediction. Looking so good right now, which is Russell Wilson, MVP candidate already. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If Cam going to keep playing like that, people in Foxborough are going to forget about Tom Brady. Not in the long run. Immediate, current situation right now, they're not worried about Tom Brady. Have you noticed something? Every time these teams play, 
It comes down to the last play of the game. Last Every play. time they play. These teams are matched perfect for each other, and that's what we've seen on Sunday afternoon. But here's the thing. I, when, when I looked at the game, I agree with the call at the end of the game. You want to put the ball in Cam's hand. He's 260. He's a big guy, and nobody has yet has, has been able to stop that play just yet. But I Man. think they may have went to the – I think they've been, they went to the well – too many times because Seattle sold the farm. They went all they didn't at this point. I'm guessing it's a cam run. Now, if Cam pulls it and throws for a touchdown, so be it. You're victorious. But I'm selling the farm. I'm bringing everybody and their mama, and we're gonna stop Cam. And that's just what happened. But I, but one thing I did early in the game that was taking the ball out of Cam's hand on third downs. You know, with those little jet sweeps and those little draw runs. Put the ball in Cam's hand and let Cam do what he do best. I think this team, I think it's Cam is very conducive for what the Patriots need to do. But I but, think. But last week you were telling me that he can't play a whole season like this if you want to keep, keep the ball in his hands. Listen, things change. My grandmother's always say two uh, things can be true. Two <laughs> things can be true. It, it can't. 2015 Cam right now. Uh, I like okay, what I'm saying for go. Cam. Now you're on the train. Listen, now you're on the train. Okay. He was – man, Cam threw for over 400 yards. He had – he he ran the ball well. He threw he for was, 397. Right. And he was – his times his, – his throwing was on time. Oh, but with the exception of the interception because Cam was late and inside and you can't throw out routes late right, and inside. Right. But overall, I'm going to give Cam an A. I would go a little bit higher, but that interception, we, I just can we, I just can we, can't live with that interception. Can we give our man the squirrel some, some love too? My man the squirrel. Yeah, Julian Elliman. Eight, oh yeah. Eight for 179. Yeah. My man is hey, my man 33, 34 out there. Old man still getting it done out there. Hey, he played with he played with Tom for a long time. Ain't never had a game like that. Hey. I ain't there ain't no knock on nobody. Hey, I don't even know why I brought it up. They ain't even none of my business. Hey, but I'm just but saying. Look, listen, I'm just listen. saying. And, hey, it's only been two weeks. But listen, in the Boston media, they already talking about Tom who? Tom who? <laughs> hey, hey, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Tom later. But it was a phenomenal game. We don't even need to mention Russell Wilson. He he did what he does. Week in, week out. The last play of the game was a big stop. Now, if you notice, that defensive end, he, that's what we call a submarine. He goes in, takes the feet out of the blocker, which and then enables a bunch of stuff jumbled up in the middle. Those linebackers were able to shoot those gaps. So that's a good play. That's a good play on that defense. But what both of these teams need to improve is their pass rush. Russell Wilson and Cam Newton had a lot of time to deliver the ball. If these teams want to be playing in December, late November, and into the playoffs, they need to up they need to upgrade their pass rushing. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> so let's keep this thing going. Let's keep this thing going. Let's talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers. Now you call this game. I was under the impression this was going to be a blowout, but the the Chargers were able to keep this close. Do you think they should have went for it on fourth down? And is or is this and is this a deal or no deal as far as the the Chiefs struggling? Big listen, deal or no deal? Listen, this is a deal because 
every time the Chargers, like I was saying last week, listen, the Chargers are going to give them boys a football game. I didn't think they were going to cover I said they may not cover the spread, but I thought they would keep it close, and that's what the Chargers did. But, again, like I said in week one, this was a Mike McCartney bad coaching job right there with Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn, why are you giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes? You need to go for it. Don't punt the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. If you would have went for it on fourth down, he would have got that first down. Simple as that. They would have went down, won the game, because that rookie, Justin Herbert, that 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 kid is nice, man. That kid is he he got some juice. Hey, Tyrod may have lost his job. <laughs> he may have lost his <laughs> job. Hey, hey, that that kid got some juice, and that's and it may be because, hey, it may be because the the Chiefs ain't had no film on them. But look, if that man keeps playing like that, Tyrod ain't getting his job back. That's for damn sure. Hey, I I don't mean no harm, but Tyrod is used to someone else taking his job. Man can't keep a job. So I'm going to say this. My homeboy was 27 and 47 for 302. Now, one thing I notice is when he's those for 45 times, that tells me the team don't have any balance, right? And my man, Edwards Alaire, 10 carries for 38 yards. He he has to have more of an impact on games if this Chiefs team is going to roll because the Chargers, two good defensive uh, ends. They were able to get pressure on Mahomes, and he was looking rattled. You can see he was frustrated. It happens every and, and, time they play the Chargers. That's why I was saying. And if you Andy Reid, you can't get past happy because you have Mahomes. You have to keep it balanced. Now, it's going to be tough with all those weapons they have. When they put Tyreek in the slot and they run him across the middle and they bring Travis Kelsey underneath, and then they split the running back out wide, Mahomes has three choices there. At that point, it's the golden triangle for him. And that's where they went. That's what they went to when the when the rubber needed to meet the road. But with that being said, I need this offense to be more balanced if they're gonna represent the AFC in the Super Bowl like I picked. Uh, we'll see. If they play somebody like the Chargers, which that has a good defensive line, which the Ravens do have a good defensive line, uh, I can I can proceed them losing. Because, cause again, you need uh, what I what I preach is controlling the line of scrimmage. If you can't control that line of scrimmage, you're gonna have be in for a long day. And that's what happened with the with the Chiefs. They couldn't control the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they got a good defense offensive line, but that Chargers defensive line is the real deal. I'm telling you, it's not like the Redskins defensive line, which is a future that's bright for that defensive line, but that Chargers defensive line, yeah, that's the real deal, buddy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Those those uh, ends and that deep tackle they got, they 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 got a nice they got a nice defensive line right then and there, buddy. They they the the the, the Chargers and Chiefs games are gonna be close again whenever they play again. I, I like the Chargers in that one because I they they got the formula to beat them next time. Yeah, they they play them tough. They play them tough. All the I'm, time. I'm impressed with what I've seen from the rookie quarterback. Yeah, he, he played good. He he played good. I got to give him his props. The man may have a bright future. It's just one game. Let's not go crazy, but he did good. But let's keep the ball moving. I like the flow we have. We, I like what we got going on. Let's, we got to talk about time. Now, 
The Bucks came away victorious this week. But I need to know, what, what, give me a letter grade for Tom. Uh, How do you think Tom did, and what do they need to improve on if, if this offense is going to be what everybody thinks they're going to be? It's a B. It's a B because it's just Carolina. Carolina is a <laughs> Carolina, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too impressed by this. Uh, to be honest with you, Grunk needs to retire because Grunk is not Grunk right now. Um, Tom Brady is – he's just looking okay. He's not – the usual person that he used to be, you know? So if Tom Brady wants to be... Oh, I know. If he wants to be the same Tom Brady like he wants to be, he needs to be getting his ball out quicker than what he's doing. He's holding the ball too long, and then other players can't get open for him because he's holding the ball too long. So, again, it's just the, 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 the Bucks. They're, they're going to be in for a long season. I still think they can win at least 11 to 12 games because they got a decent schedule. But I don't I don't foresee them doing nothing this year like I thought, like I predicted they would. But I, I, I don't see it. If they can just get a switch around between week six to eight, then maybe so. But right now, I don't see it because the grunk, they, they playing grunk for what? Why are they playing grunk? He's not doing nothing. He's just out there like a stalemate. Like, Get him out of there. You got two decent, two good tight ends in Brayton and Howard. Play those two guys. Get Gronk ass out of there. He's not doing nothing. You know? Look, my letter grade for Tom Brady this week is a C. Now, reality set in for me over the weekend. We're never going to see that 12 that we all grew up loving. He's a shell of himself, man. He had another QBR of 54. He can't even crack 60 on the QBR list. He Now, he had great protection, and I think some guys were able to get open, but he just was missing too many throws. Check this out. In the first half, he was 17 for 23 for 198 yards. He was, he was on track for a 400 with at least three touchdowns. I'm looking for my Tom Brady jersey. I'm feeling good about myself. I can't wait to listen to Nick Wright and Shea Sharp. And then what the hell he give me in the second half? What the hell I'm going to do with 19 yards passing in the second half? Now, he could have easily had 400 in this game. He underthrew a flea flicker that was wide open. He missed the guy on the sideline that was wide open. All time got to do is put the ball on the, ball, on the guy, and the guy walks in the end zone. And then Shady McCoy dropped one in the end zone. That's not on time. That was a beautiful throw. But – Overall, man, I'm just not impressed with what I see from Tom. And I think this offense is going to struggle because this offense is starting to look real familiar of what we seen last year in, in New England. They may start the game off strong. They may have a drive or two. But during the course of a game, they're starting to stall out. And Tom had 14 targets to running backs and tight ends. That means he's not pushing the ball down the field. He doesn't feel comfortable pushing the ball down the field for what reason, I don't know. But it, it, this defense is going to need to carry this team if they're going to get to that 11, 12 wins like you, like you think they can do, but I just don't see it. I think the running game needs to be the vocal of the offense and maybe Tom and Evans and Goodwin and those guys can hook up um, with some one-on-one coverages. But he's not fitting balls in this, tight windows. Let's just put it in a nice way. The two old men, they don't look so good so far. Drew Brees and Tom. 
it's it's looking like this it's a young man's game now. They, them two old men need to go and give it up. And you see, they both fishing around the edges. You know, they both fishing around the edges, Deacon and Duncan. Yeah. They're not really pushing the ball down the field. Nope. And with this new wave of quarterbacks, with defensive ends being so athletic, you got guys like Aaron Donald. You got to have a quarterback that can move nowadays. And that's, you got to have a quarterback that can that's move. That's the truth right then and there, buddy. So, hey, hey it, was a good, it was a good ride for Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, TB12, but it's time to it's, it's getting close to time to hang those uh, cleats. Yeah, up. for damn sure. So I'm giving Tom, I'm giving Tom a C. I think he could have played a lot better than he did. Thank God for the running game picking up a little bit. Little Fournette had a went over a hundred, but uh, without that, Carolina may escape with a win. So um, yeah, that's for sure. So let's keep on rolling into the Saints and the Raiders, man. You. I almost thought about picking this game last week as our key matchups, but I just had a feeling the Saints was going to take care of business. Boy, was I wrong! You were. They opened up that new. They opened up that new stadium in Vegas, and got their head whooped. Man, what happened? What happened? And is this a deal, or a no big deal about what happened last night? This is a deal, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> like I just said with Tom. I'm going to say it again. Drew Brees is a shelling himself right now. And for one, the injury to Michael Thomas is a big key thing for him because Drew Brees ain't got his toy, his main toy. But that, that probably still don't matter because Drew Brees is a shelling himself. And then – I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off. But where the hell was Emmanuel Sanders? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. One catch for four yards? Yeah. What am I going to do with that, Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, exactly. What am I going to do with that? But then, look, the Raiders' offense, John Gruden called a hell of a game plan. If you can't stop it, I'm going to keep going to the same person. And that's what they did. He kept going to his big time. Raiders got the W. Got a Derek Carr. Big tight end. Darren Waller. Because... He had a monstrous game, my brother, a monstrous game. How can you go off like that and you don't stop it? You know what I mean? Like, how? How? Why you can't? Why, why would you let somebody go off like that? You let a person go for 12 catches, 105 yards in a, in a tub. And he had 16 targets. So he yeah, – I was about to say they targeted that rascal about 14, 15 times. Yes, and they couldn't stop it. <laughs> Man, and 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 then well, let's let's look at Drew Brees' stats here. He had three hundred and twelve yards and a TD and a pick. Mop up yards, mop up yards. Yeah, basically, but you know his QBR was sixty one. So you know that tells you a lot about what he how his day was going. Kamar had his thing. He had his day. Two TDs. So you know again, you know Josh Jacobs eighty eight yards. But main key here was Waller. That man was unstoppable. Raiders did their thing. You know, it just, again, the Raiders just outplayed them. You know, they just, and then. Yeah. Go ahead, my man. I'm feeling this Raiders team right now because they can run the ball with Josh Jacobs. This, this guy is an emerging running back. I'm not saying he's Saquon or Nick Chubb, 
But this guy's an emerging running back in the NFL. And then they added Rugs, who could take the top off the defense, right, at any any given time. And then Waller, man, it's what – this guy's putting his name up there with the Kelseys and the Kittles, man. Like you said, 14 targets. They couldn't do nothing with that, bro. I mean, he, he just out there doing what he want to do. I mean, John Gruden calling his number over and over. They couldn't do nothing with him. And one key thing is this Raiders team had tw- had 12 more minutes of possession. That means that they were possessing the ball for long periods of time. What was Drew Brees doing when he got the ball? It means he wasn't. It means that he wasn't doing what we're typical, what we're typically seeing him do in that Saints offense. Plus, they committed penalties out the yin yang, man. That's two men penalties. That's uncharacteristic for a Sean Payton team. So, I'm gonna say it's not a big deal because it's week two. Okay, well, I got you. Well, we'll we're gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see, but but I, I'm I'm looking here. Drew Brees, four point eight attempt. What are we gonna do with that, Drew Brees? What are we gonna do with that? That's that's not gonna cut it. If they are gonna represent mm-hmm. the NFC like I picked them to do, I'm, I'm gonna need a little bit more productivity hey, from Drew Brees. You just said it's not a big deal, but hey, Drew Brees ain't balling. <laughs> hey, Drew Brees ain't balling, but all right, all right. But when we get back, we are gonna see if some of these teams are contenders or they pretenders. All right, so there's 11 teams who have started this young season off 2-0. and And I want to know, my man, you take contenders, okay? Gotcha. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, what are they? Uh, they contenders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh Allen is playing at an elite level. This defense has always been good. And, hey. This might be their year to win the division. So I'm going contenders. I'm Baltimore saying contenders. Raiders. Yes. Well, wait, wait, one second. I say that because I'm still a little iffy on the Bills. They contenders because they only played the Jets in Miami. And Miami could have had the opportunity to beat them in week two. But I still give them that. They're still contenders. So I give the Bills. Yeah, they, 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 they contenders. Contenders. Baltimore Ravens. Contenders, of course, obvious for the obvious reason. Lamar Jackson. Won't even, won't even discuss that. The MVP is playing at another MVP level, but I think Russell Wilson is a little bit better at this particular moment. The Steelers, man, contenders or pretenders? Uh, I say they contenders. I still, I still ought to see a little bit more from them. You know, week four is when they, they, they play a, another person, another team that you're gonna call out here soon. So if they do good against that team, then they're 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 contenders. So I'm gonna say contenders as well. I'm gonna go sixty percent contenders. Me too. Forty percent forty percent pretender. Yeah. The only reason why I'm only reason why I'm going contender is because that defense. That is an elite top five NFL defense. Correct. That defense that defense will allow this offense. And they play great to, special teams. Right. And they play great spell scene. So that defense will allow this offense the time to get caught up to speed and to start clicking on all centers. So I'm going contender. The Tennessee Titans, what is Mike Variable really doing in Tennessee? Are they contending or are they pretending? And this is why I said I want to see more from Pittsburgh. Because if they go week four to Tennessee and beat Tennessee in Tennessee, then – I think, which I think they will, but I think they they can do it. I think Tennessee's contender because they are a playoff 
playoff opponent. They are they a playoff team. They was in the playoffs last year, so you know I say I say they're a contender because even though they two wins of came against the lawful Denver Broncos and then Jacksonville, but you know both of those games was tough. So yeah, I give I give Tennessee I give Tennessee credit. They they contenders right now because they still got the the NFL rushing title there, and they still got. Ryan Tannehill, even though Ryan Tannehill is the average quarterback, but they got some weapons on offense and they play good defense with Mike Rabel. So I say contender. Contender. You notice these teams come up with these slogans every single year. You know, the Patriots had do your job and the Saints have had who that, whatever the case might be. Well, the remember the Titans was last year. I'm going pretenders. Oh. I'm going pretenders. Oh. So that. Let's see what these Chiefs are. They contending or are they pretenders? The who? Oh yeah, the the Chiefs. Come on now. Do we got to talk about them? <laughs> I'm going contenders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Let's see what the Raiders got this weekend against my my New England Patriots. But right now, I'm gonna say pretenders right now because they schedule is gonna start I'm open. A- I'm gonna say. They open it up right now because they, they open it up real soon. So I'm going to say pretenders. Go ahead, my man. My bad. I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I need to see more from this Raiders team. Exactly. John Gruden, I mean, I, John Gruden has done a good job this year. But up to this point, this team has been mediocre at best. So I'm going to need to see some consistency before I'm ready to call them a contender. But what is A-Rod and the Packers doing this year? Oh, man. Was I wrong about that division? Was I wrong about that division? Oh, you mean you mean to tell me the uh, the Vikings ain't doing no good? They, the Bears ain't doing no good? You, you mean to tell me? I, I was wrong. The, the Packers are cream of the crop over there? Oh, ain't no way. I, I know. They, I was, I no was wrong. The sun ain't coming up tomorrow. I was wrong. I, I was, he, he wrong. was wrong. I was the wrong. sun ain't coming the up tomorrow. The Vikings are doing me bad right now. I was wrong. A-Rod is showing up and showing out again. What was I wrong to go against that bad man? <laughs> Stephen A. Yeah, they contenders. For <laughs> they, they contenders for sure. I'm going contender because they got my MVP pick at the beginning of the season. A Rod. The Bears. What are they doing? Uh, they pretenders. They didn't. Even, I'm going pretenders. They ain't even got no quarterback. I mean, if Mitchell Trubisky is your quarterback, then they had, you they played the, they opinion. played the Lions and they played the Giants. They pretenders. This is all we need to hear. Okay, what what is the Rams doing? Rams, uh, they're, 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 let me see, let me see, let me think, let me see. They played your Cowboys and they played Philly. Rams, they 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 got to bounce back. I think I got to still see more from the Rams. I think they could. I think they they're, they're pretenders right now. I got to see more from them. Here's the key. Here's the key. I'm gonna go pretenders. Only because Man. that division is so tough with the Seahawks and the Niners and the Cardinals emerging. So I have to go pretenders. I don't think they can make it out that division. Me too. Pretenders. The Seahawks. We know they we know they contenders. We both agree that Russell Wilson is on track to be our league's MVP. He's a dog. So let's move He's on. A dog. Let's move on He's a dog. to our very last pretender or contender. This is going to be dear to your heart because I know you love this young man. 
But is Kyle Murray and the hey, Cardinals pretending? This is the, or are they listen, that man is a dog. Well, listen, <laughs> Kyle Murray is a dog. Listen, these team is a contender. And let me tell you why. Because they finna go to Detroit and they finna go beat this. No, Detroit is coming to Arizona and Arizona finna put a whooping on them. And then listen, then they got to pay Carolina. They're going to go to Carolina and they're going to beat Carolina. That's going to make them 4 0. Then they got to go to the New York Jets. They're going to beat the Jets' ass too. Hopefully by then, Adam Gates is going to get fired. So then they're going to be 5 0. And, but look, then in week six, they're going to come to Dallas and they're going to beat Dallas. They're going to go 6 0. Listen. Hey, you get a little bit. You get a little bit of Hey, goddamn right. I'm going crazy over there right now because Colin Murray and DeAndre Hopkins is a dog. Them two dogs out there is doing their thing right there. You know what I'm saying? So let me tell you right now, I'm going Arizona contender, baby. You and myself was having a very good show until that last one minute. I could have, I could have done, could have done just walked out that last minute. This team is a pretender. If come on now, pretty boy as a coach, and we all know this. We 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 all know, like we just said, this division is tough with the Rams and the Seahawks and the 49ers. They got to come out that division. I like Kyler Murray. He's playing at an elite level, but this team is just a pretender, man. No, sir, you you're out of your damn mind. (laughs) You're out of your damn mind. Do you really? So so I'm talking crazy. You talking crazy right now. Yeah, let me tell you this. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be in the playoffs this year. They're going to be a wild card team. What? Arizona Cardinals are going to be a wild the play- card team. I, all the teams in the all the teams in the in the, in the NFC side, you think the Cardinals are going to be in the playoffs? The Arizona Cardinals are going to be your newly wild for playoff team this year. I just told you they finna wind up. They finna they finna wind off five wins in a row. They started out two and zero. Oh. They finna win three more games. They finna have five wins within six weeks. That's five wins. I, they they gonna need four more wins after that just to get the playoff. And you know, and, you see my face. And, right and, and 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 you know who they play? They played the NFC least this year. They played the NFC least this year. They gonna get them wins quickly, son. What are you talking about? You ought to see my face right you now. You telling me they not going to beat Philadelphia. You see how Philadelphia is playing right now? Do you really think they can't beat, they can't beat the Giants? I believe they can beat the Giants. I can believe they can beat Philly. And they probably can beat the other team in the NFC least. The other, te- but, them the other them the teams right there. But – the Redskins, the the uh, sorry, the Washington football team. The Washington football team, but they no. already beat them. They beat them this Saturday. Okay, yeah, they beat them already. So this I'm going weekend. with pre- I'm going with pretenders. You're crazy. You're at your damn mind. You're <laughs> at your damn mind. Let's move on and give the listeners what they want. Our players of the week. I got Josh Allen, man. Four fifteen, four tubs, ninety three QBR, and one hundred and forty six quarterback rating. I got Josh Allen. Oh, well, I'm going with my MVP. I'm going with Russell the Bad Man Wilson. That's, Russell Wilson. That's all I need. That's all you need to know. Russell Wilson. <laughs> that's my... Russell, Russell going to show up on offense play of the week every week. One of us going to pick that rascal. Uh, every week, brother. Defense. 
J.J. Watt, man, two and a half sacks, four tackles, four quarterback hurries, couple tackles for loss. I'm going with J.J. Watt. That little rascal was tough to handle on, on Sunday. J.J. Watt? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give it to T.J. Watt. <laughs> oh, T.J. Watt, my bad. I mean T.J. Yeah, Watt. we, we got, JJ, we mean, got the same Watt. player. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah, J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, brother. Yeah. TJ, yeah, TJ, why? Yeah, it's the same bloodline, yes. baby. You know what I'm saying? Yes, bloodline. sir. Yes, sir. We got the same defensive player of the week, damn brother. All right, our key matchups for next week. Let's go ahead and run through these Cowboys Seahawks. Who you got? Cowboys Seahawks. You already, yeah, who you got? You already know I'm going with the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's a bad man. Yeah, I ain't gonna dispute that. I got Seahawks as well. Saints Packers. Damn, that's a tough one there. That's a Sunday night game too. Uh I don't see I don't see the Saints losing two in a row. I think they're gonna get a bounce back win. And I think our contender Green Bay is gonna finally take a L this this week. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with New Orleans. I went back and forth on this one. I don't know if Devonta Adams is gonna be out there. Um, and I'm not sure if Michael Thomas is ready to play yet, but after what I've seen from the Saints right. on Monday, if this game gets into a shootout, old Nuda arm, you know, old stir-fry arm, Drew Brees may not be able to get the job done. So I'm going with the proven A-Rod and the Packers. Oh, okay. All right, this one here we may have a difference of opinion. The Chiefs travel to Baltimore. Who you got? I got Baltimore. I got Ravens too. I got Ravens too. I think. <laughs> I think. I, I, hey, I, I got Baltimore. I'm gonna tell you why I got Baltimore. I think these two teams are on crash course. They're gonna meet up in the playoffs. The, one of these teams will represent the AFC. But I like the Chiefs. I like the sorry. I like the Ravens in this game. They can run the football. This defense are playing good. And you know, normally when a team struggles. One week, then the other team normally try to copy what the other team was able to do to be successful. So look for the Ravens to do some of the same thing the Chargers did last week. I'm going with the Ravens. Now. Yeah, me too. And the Ravens got a good defensive line, so they can control that defensive line and do what they're supposed to, you know. So yeah, and and that's where the Chargers did successful is that. So again, the Ravens, yeah, and I think hey. Let's 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 talk about that Raiders and Pats game as well. I can't forget that game. No, we ain't forgetting the game. I'm going with the Patriots. I know that you know David Carr had a good game and Waller was doing this thing and Jazz Jacobs was running crazy and that defense was flying all over the field. But that was against John Gruden. John Gruden is a respectable coach, but he's nowhere near the Bill Belichick. This team will be prepared. This defense will be be firing on all cylinders. Hey, it won't be no wide open guys out there because you know Stephon Gilmore gonna cover them all, running routes for folks. And Cam Newton being Cam, I like the Patriots in this. Game. Yes, sir. You just, you just, you just basically <laughs> broke it down for me. Thank you. <laughs> I, I like, I like the Patriots in this game. Now I do believe that uh, the Raiders will. They're still going to shock some people, but it's not gonna be this week, man. It's not going to be this week. I don't see the Patriots losing two games in a row. No. So, no. I like the Patriots. Hey, Rams and Buffalo 
That's also another one. That's two two and O teams as well. Where's this game being played? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. Off the top of my head, with no thought, I like Buffalo. I think that what Josh Allen possesses on the offensive side of the ball is going to be tough for anybody. If they can control Aaron Donald and that defense can play like we know that defense can play, I like Buffalo. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sadly having to agree with you, and I just I'm, I'm I need Buffalo to lose, but I don't know. I kind of I'm kind of back and forth with this one as well. Sean McVay is a, is a mastermind of calling them plays, and but Sean McDermott is also a damn good defensive defensive coach too as well. So, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna go with the better quarterback that's balling right now, and I'm gonna go with Jared, Josh Allen, big arm Josh Allen. Get that man name right. Yeah, that's that's true. Even though he's he's a, he's all right, he's mediocre, but he's not mediocre, but he's balling. He's he's doing his thing. He's He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Man threw for 415, four touchdowns, 146 quarterback rating, but he okay. He's all right. I'm I'm giving him his credit. He's all right. <laughs> He's okay. Well, all right, family. That wraps up our show for the week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week with the best, with the greatest and the best of week three. Until then, peace.